Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark, and I am joined here by Jackie. Hello. And by Miles. And by Miles. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, we're a podcast that uh, a lot of the time talks about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but as there has been a drought uh, of JoJo content precipitation, we have branched out and started covering other anime. And this week... If you didn't look at the title, I don't know why you would do that. We watched and will cover Your Name, the 2016-2017 anime film by Makoto Shinkai. Um, and we will not tell you what we thought of it now. We will save that for later. And you have to sit there wondering, did they like it? <laughs> You'll have to sit through the following. Well, okay. You always assume, I think, that the people that are listen that are listening right from the beginning uh, have seen it and they're dying to hear us talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I always think, like, no, now's our chance to convince people that they should pause our podcast, go watch the thing, and then come back. You know, maybe you should do that, guys. Now's Who's your time. Do that? <laughs> maybe now's what your if time. In the middle of a run, and like that, now they have to stop, go well, home. It- they fucked up. Watch a movie and then go running again. They should have watched it before going out for a run. I mean, this one is, it's not on streaming. You have to pay for it. Like, it's on streaming, but it's not part of a subscription. So, I'd understand if you didn't want to, like, stop running, go home all sweaty, and then it's like, $4, please. Anyway, <laughs> we'll talk about the movie in a little bit. But first, we have to take a stop in, oh shit, it just came to me, Correspondence Crater. Oh, oh correspondence, good. very good. Nice. Correspondence comment. Correspondence. You just take a right on a comment and just float around. Talking Tiamat. What's that? Uh, Tiamat is the name of the comet. Okay. It's, it's also a Babylonian god. Uh, look, cool. listeners of our podcast, write in to our... How do you, what do you say write in? Like, listeners write to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com so that they can hear our voices read their contributions out loud. Let us make your voice heard through our voice. It's like voices.com, <laughs> except it's free and about anime. Oh, shit. That's the loophole. If you want to get something recorded, just send it, send us your like TV commercial. <laughs> right. And you'll get our, our vocal talents for free. This Yeah, this next email is from JJ Autobody. Uh, do you have a dent, ding, or scratch that's been haunting you? That's weird. This email didn't start out with yeah, hello. This is, this is a weird email. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jackie, do you want to read? Okay. Wait, which one? What am I reading? Hold on. Sarah. Sarah? Okay. Sarah. Subject line is, hey. Uh, hey. I'm not sure if you're into content like this. I'm a new listener, but I would definitely recommend Let Me Eat Your Pancreas. It's not gory by any means. It is a romance slash drama film. 
It's about a dying girl that meets a nonchalant boy who finds out her secret and she decides to fulfill her bucket list with him. It made me cry and I never cry over movies and stuff. I'm not really sure what animes and stuff you are into, but I would definitely recommend this movie. P.S. What are your favorite JoJo parts? I personally like Battle Tendency and SDC. I'm not sure if you're if you answered this already. So sorry in advance. P.P.S. Sorry about my ridiculous email. It was from a while back. Sarah. I don't know what mm. ridiculous what email this is talking about. Yeah, I don't need either, either. And this was written under a different name. And that's. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe Sarah sent an email before with a different name, a different email. Sarah, we don't know what you're talking about, but yeah, uh, thank you for writing. Um, I, it's called "Let Me Eat Your Pancreas," by the way. Okay. Um, there was just a typo, so you read let it, me eat. You read it like it was an old Reddit meme or something. Let me eat it. Let me eat eating your pancreas. <laughs> Rage comics or whatever. Uh, yeah, it is also 2017, also a romance movie, but it is live action. Um, what are your favorite parts? Maybe we should be like a 2017 Japanese romance podcast. I think if Wait, you, it's not an anime. Nope. Oh, it's oh, it's a it's live action. It's live action. Oh, we have watched other live action for this podcast, and by that I mean one. We watched the JoJo movie. We could do it. You can find all of our old episodes on Anchor.fm/slash/JJBpod, including JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Diamond is Unbreakable, chapter one, I think it's, or part one, or episode one. I don't know. It's almost the same as the goddamn anime. Hey, guys, what are your favorite parts of JoJo? Yes, we have been asked this before. It's Diamond is Unbreakable, baby. Yeah. For me, it was part two. But? And and now, I don't know. It's all good. (laughs) It's all good. <laughs> this um, is a good show. <laughs> it's pretty good. Maybe, uh, maybe part four. Yeah. I used to say part four, but now I'm going to say part six. So everyone's real jealous. Oh, man. That I've experienced it. I'm, I don't know any. Y'all still waiting for that, that anime. Mm. Can't <laughs> you just animate it for us, Mark? Me? Yeah. What if I did it from memory? Yeah. And then like halfway through, I'm just like, uh, and it's just like black <laughs> dots on white paper, just dot, 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 dot. Mark, you can't animate. What? You can't do it. If I submit to TV just a bunch of drawings they, and you put them back to back, that's Mark, animation. Mark, do you see how hard it, we saw, you saw that, uh, that, that anime we all saw about making anime. Keep your hands off Azoken. Yeah. It's yeah. hard. You it, can't do any of that. It does seem difficult. <laughs> you can't um, even draw good. I can draw good. No, you can't. Sure, I, I can. Uh, yeah, so the reason why we watched your name, by the way, is because Matt from Patreon wrote uh, in and joined the higher tier called Boss Us Around <laughs> and suggested, uh, gave us a few options, including, I guess I'll tell everyone what the other options were. One was Lupin Third, the castle of Cagliostro, Cagliostro. Uh, and the other was Cowboy Bebop the movie. Uh, but we chose your name. We chose your name. Miles had not seen uh, your name out of these three. Yeah. And I've seen Lup- Lupin fairly recently. Mm. I watched it on my own. Is that Miyazaki? Yes. Okay, that's the one Lupin thing he did. Um, 
Yeah, and I don't know. But if, also, I don't remember the Cowboy Bebop movie that much. I remember bits of it. I mostly think we'll get to it eventually. When the bad guy is walking away from an explosion toward the beginning, and it explodes and shit, and he just doesn't give a fuck. I was like, that's like one of the best uses of that trope. Yeah, <laughs> walking away from an explosion and looking cool. Because mm. in real life, you you had to flinch a little bit. But not this guy. <laughs> they teach that you that in acting me school. Of, uh. What is that movie with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg? The other guys? The other guys where they're like, ah! <laughs> He's like, how do they do that? <laughs> I think I have permanent hearing damage or whatever. <laughs> uh, Matt responded to, I don't know if you remember, but yeah. So Matt recommended your name and wrote about how uh, he wanted us to say happy birthday to Nicole. Happy birthday, Nicole. His fiance. Well, it's over now. Hey, we already did that. You get yeah. one. That's, everybody gets one. That's not true. Um, and that apparently, uh, yeah, Matt put the podcast in when they were driving. And, uh, quote, she kept complaining about why I insisted on listening and very vocally protested <laughs> my choice. Once it got to the birthday message, she was so surprised and found it really special and moving. She may have even teared up a little. However, Aww. immediately after the birthday song, she asked me to allow her to listen to music. I was hoping she would at least listen to one episode. That's okay. Wow, we didn't sell her. I hope yeah. she listens to this episode because she likes this movie. And there's a P.S. Nicole was upset that you thought she was 56 years old. She did <laughs> like the P.S. I'm horny line, but was also very confused. <laughs> Nicole is of Filipino descent, so she thought Miles was also Filipino. I had to explain to her that he's most certainly a full-blooded Italian. Anyway, thanks for everything. Yay. Thanks, Yay. Matt and Nicole. Why didn't Nicole I don't think know why Miles was Filipino? Would, yeah, I don't know why anyone would think that. <laughs> yeah. No offense, Filipinos. Is it because when I introduced you, I called you Tito Miles? I don't know why you insist on doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's because, uh, you know, I'm Filipino. That's the twist. <laughs> why, don't you, <laughs> why don't you instead call me whatever uncle is in Italian? Lola Miles. Um, uh, it's like Zio. It's Zio. Yeah. Obviously, I knew that. Yeah. yeah. You know, the lightning spell from the Persona series. <laughs> Listeners are laughing so hard. Some of them. They're like, Mahaha, I love Persona. Hey, Mark, did you play Persona 5? No, I don't have a PlayStation 4. I haven't played it. Stop talking to the I listeners that don't do exist. I do have a PlayStation 4. I know you do, Miles. And there Very was a jealous. sale this week on the PlayStation store. So I purchased The Last of Us and Arkham Knight for a total of $14. Pretty good. And I learned that The Last of Us is a terrible game to play if you've just had a child and mm-hmm. you're living through a quarantine. It strikes on your worst fears. Is that game all about like staying indoors? It, The beginning of the game, no spoilers. I mean, spoilers for like the first half hour of the game. You find out that a global plague is turning everyone into zombies and the main character's daughter is murdered. Oh, nice. I mean... Yeah, pretty nice. Well, no zombies here. Um, Listen, maybe you heard us mention Patreon earlier and you thought, well, how do I give them money? You go to patreon.com slash jjbpod. <laughs> we have three different tiers. The first one is a dollar. Yes, that helps. We had to pay for this dang movie. Then we also have a tier for $3 in which you get exclusive access to posts written by miles that i add a photo to 
where I basically look for something in my camera roll that is somewhat amusing. This past <laughs> week, it was the inside of a box that had a broken wine bottle because Ugh. Jackie orders wine off the internet and this, this last time, one of the bottles broke and it was a nightmare. The Man, actual content of the post is just Miles explaining all of the pop culture references that we uh, kind of leave strewn about. Uh, do, you, do you think people are listening and they're like, is this about anime? What the fuck is this? <laughs> um, anyway, that's $3. It helps us out. You can see what the fuck we were talking about because we'll reference I wish songs I and movies. I got that email. What's up? I wish I got that email. It sounds good. Just go to the Patreon, but you have to pay. I don't, I don't have the password. No, no, no. Just go as like a, a supporter. Should we all pitch in a dollar <laughs> to go to the Patreon? <laughs> Let's all pitch in a dollar to get Miles a Patreon account two hour <laughs> thing. Actually, no, a dollar. Even just a dollar gets you access to those posts. Yeah. $3 means I'll oh, read your sweet. name out yeah. loud like this. Thank you to Austin, Celeste, Chad, Christian, Caden, Kevin, Martin, Michael, Nick, Tim, and Tyler. Thank you. Thank you all. There were some new names, some old, some familiar names. What's up, Miles? Was that alphabetical order? Mm, yes. Mm, e Y E S Y. It was. Hmm. Cool. Uh, there's also a tier that is twenty dollars, just a one time. You don't have to keep doing it. One time. Want. But if you just for one month pledge the twenty dollars, we will watch an anime of your choosing. So. You tell us what you want us to watch. If you've been like, ah, people keep telling them to watch Fire Force and they don't watch it. And it's because whenever we bring it up, we're like, eh, I don't know. Uh, you could just spend $20 and you're like, you have to watch Fire Force now and we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. We'll hijack our weekend. And there's been some some big hits where we usually just talk about three or four episodes of the show, but there's been some that we have uh, watched more or all of. Mm-hmm. We've enjoyed so again, that's patreon.com slash jjbpod. And you can also just follow us on Twitter and yell stuff there. That's twitter.com slash jjbpod. You may be sensing a pattern here also. Oh, announcement. Important announcement. Everyone shut up. Some personal news. Please be quiet. Hello. Uh, it's not personal, no. Um, oh. I very rarely stream on twitch.tv slash jjbpod. Um, but I got a thing that lets me hook up uh, gaming consoles so i want to do it more and i also bought the jojo game all-star battle for playstation 3 um there's some technical difficulties uh for anyone who's ever tried to stream from a ps3 you technically can't do it uh so i'm working on that um but yeah if you just want to go uh follow twitch.tv slash jjbpod you'll get a notification don't worry i'll put it in the name i'll say I got this working. I'm definitely not streaming from a PlayStation 3 JoJo's All-Star Battle. That'll be fun. We can all play it together, the three of us, and probably get a few spoilers. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. Boom. Do we need to take a break, or should we keep on grooving? I want to adjust my microphone. Please. Let me open up this thing. Miles, you shave your head again? No. Am I balding? No, it just looks really short. I guess I didn't notice it last time. I guess I didn't know. I guess I didn't know. What are you quoting? Is that like Fatboy wow. Slim or something? I don't know. It's on the know. FIFA 98 soundtrack. Yeah, it's like Fatboy Slim or Chemical Brothers or something. 
Prodigy? No, I don't know. Wow. One of those. All those bands rule. Get busy, child. It's Crystal yes. Method. Ah, fuck. <laughs> I always leave out the last four of the big four. <laughs> that You know, they're called the big four of Mark's uh, big, big beat drum and bass childhood. <laughs> And we're back. I don't remember if we said we were on a break, but... Uh, we, we said, do you guys want to take a break? And that's how it ended. Okay, good. Well, it turns out we did want to take a break. <laughs> and we did. Yay. But we're done with that now. Again... Remember to take breaks, ladies and gentlemen and everybody. Today I took a walk in the middle of my workday and it was nice. That's good. How far did you walk? Just around the block. Originally, I was going to move my car because the town told us they were going to enforce... Street sweeping, but then nobody else moved their car, so I didn't hmm. move my car. Ooh. Fuck street sweeping anyway. I like to get out and sit on the hood of my car, and I say, clean around it. <laughs> Do it. Clean around it. I want that. Um, yeah, so this week we watched Your Name, which, by the way, has a period at the end in the official English title. Your Name. It's Your Name. Japanese is Kimi no Nawa which uh, is like an incomplete sentence, like your name, your name is, Mm -hmm. uh, in a polite form. But we actually hear that phrase throughout the film in a a few different ways, Mm -hmm. including some less respectful versions. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, technically this movie came out in 2016 at uh, some anime convention in California. Oh. Um, And, uh, you know, eventually went out to wide release in Japan and worldwide and is the highest grossing animated movie maybe japanese movie really uh okay it's the fourth highest grossing film of all time in japan wow it is the highest grossing anime film it dethroned some miyazaki joint like spirited away or something wow um and the year it came out it was 10 percent of all movie budgets like of all the revenue made at the movies 10 percent was this movie I don't know if that seems not weird, but that's that's it seems very, like a lot. very large. Yeah. Yes. This movie did insanely, insanely well. It has a total gross of $359 million. Oh, it, it earned that much. I thought you said they spent that much. I was like, no. what did they spend it on? No, no, no. As far as its budget, I mean, let me see here. Well, I don't know what that number means. Uh, 25 billion yen. So that is, okay, it's not two and a half billion dollars. It's two less. So it's two and a half million dollars? No, 25 mil, 250 million, Mark. Look, it was a bunch of money. Yeah, it's a bunch of money. Hey, Google, what's 25 billion yen in US dollars 2016? So uh, yeah, apparently this movie was uh, 200 something million dollars to make. I think it kind of shows, to be honest. Mm. Although it looks good. We spend a fuck ton of money on like talent. Like a lot of our movie Mm. budgets are on actors, so... I don't know. There were some big names in here, certainly. Mm. Not to us, but I could tell. Uh, So it is kind of a fantasy movie that is also a romantic movie. Um, It blends several art styles. It's sad. It's a little... It's a little bit of a comedy, too. It's a little melancholy. I I found parts of it funny. Yeah. You wouldn't call it a rom-com. No. No, I think it is. It's like... It's kind of like a rom-com. No. It's like a rom-com that then gets sad. It has all the emotions... It's like funny. There's funny moments, but it's. I don't think there's enough hijinks to make it a rom com. At least not in like the Judd Apatow sense that we now think of. I think. I I think just the premise. Spoilers for this movie ahead. 
of like the first half where it's kind of like freaky friday yeah and he's just touching her boobs (laughs) yeah i think that's a little bit of a there's a comedy it's like a rom-com that then goes like interstellar yeah basically um so if you like Like uh, once the twist hits you're like oh shit imagine like a uh, interstellar version of like a romantic comedy but anime um yeah the twist in it i did not expect which i am ashamed to admit and uh i really for a minute was like oh this movie's fucking sad and then i was like oh of course well there's gonna be a way out of it i thought it was just gonna be fucking sad and yeah <laughs> she's she's just dead and they're all dead they're all it. dead that's it <laughs> they're dead there's nothing you can do and and you know death is permanent you can't do anything about it and that's it yeah, i had spoilers. a moment where i spoilers. really thought that where i was yeah. like oh this is just a bummer <laughs> I, I thought that too in the beginning, but then as like that the movie kept going, I was like, there's no way. There's no way that they're going to give us hope and then sna- and then kill her, you know? Well, I've never seen a movie by this guy before, so I was uh. like, mm, who knows? Um, okay, so this movie is about, seemingly at first, it's just about this girl who is part uh, of a um, shrine maiden family in a rural town in Japan. Yeah, you kind of see it goes between, switches between the guy and the girl. Yes, it does. In the beginning, it switches between them. No, in the beginning... It, yes, we, it does. You see them. They're staring at the same sky. Oh, and that like that like music video intro? And No, and then the music video starts. Okay, well, I wasn't going to describe every beat of the movie. I'm just saying that... Well, that's it's how you're introduced to it. You're like, okay, this is about a guy and a girl, and they're different, but they're looking at the sky, at the, at the sky together, but apart. Okay. It's like, um, it's like uh, 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 an American tale where there's a whole song that's like somewhere out there they're sharing the stars beneath the pale moonlight we've we've sung that on this podcast someone's <laughs> thinking <laughs> of in a different me dimension and loving me. no and then there's a line that's like Da-na-na, under underneath the same bright sky yeah it's like you're looking at, and they're looking up at the stars together yeah i think that's a thing people say like it's not just uh yeah it's like look at like like, let's let's look up at the moon or let's look at that star and when you see that star think of me because i'll be looking up at that star too and i'll be thinking of you that doesn't yeah and i like i've never tried that but i feel like i would just be like a million other fucking people are looking at this thing (laughs) who cares (laughs) mark it's sweet i guess why don't you just call the person what year is it (laughs) well in at least in american tale they're mice and i don't think they have phones (laughs) they're too tiny they're, they didn't make phones that small. They're like, what am I going to bring this phone around? It's the size of a sofa, in my opinion, <laughs> in, my, in my worldview. Yeah. Um, just picture a mouse laying down on like a shiz lounge iPhone. Anyway. And then there's an anime movie yeah, th- intro. This movie has like an anime movie intro. And, and then, then there's like an interlude. Songs, yeah, yeah. Two songs that kind of break it up. It's almost like they were intending for it to possibly be episodic, mm. but not really. It's just... Yeah, it's interesting. There's like songs at the beginning, two in the middle, I think at some point, multiple points, and then the end Yeah, has like an ending song, of course. Um, so in the beginning, yeah, we see lots of things that are kind of like a preview thrown at us. There's a comet going over a sky or multiple comets, a guy looking up uh, over the city of Tokyo at this comet. Then we see a girl in a, a big grassy field looking up at this comet. And then we see like the camera, 
you know, the view switches between them a bunch and you're just confused if you're like me and you're like, what is, what is, okay, this is cool. And then when the, the music video intro starts that you see like the red ribbon in her hair and like Mark immediately was like, that's the red string of fate. Yep. And it is. It is, but it isn't. It's not like something they tangibly interact with in the movie and like pull the string or anything. It's yeah. just like, it kind of represents it and it's kind of just related to the fact that she is of a family that braids these it's like a handcrafted tradition of braiding uh, ropes together Mm -hmm. Uh, miles your reaction to the red string of fate or the movie as a the red string the red string of fate i did not have that reaction (laughs) you just saw a rope. well we're asking now now you know (laughs) what's your reaction right now uh uh, yeah i guess it is the red string of fate okay <laughs> he did if you were listening i think he did go like oh or something <laughs> we'll find out all right uh so this movie is about at least in terms of plot it's this girl it's freaky friday at what like the first scene we see is she wakes up and she looks like really surprised at her own body we get a pov shot of her looking down at her chest and then she starts feeling her body and freaking out a bit and you're like oh this is sort of a body swap thing and her Sister comes in to get her, and I don't remember, in the first time around, is she playing with her boobs or no? She's always playing with her... I mean, when when he's in her body, he's always, like, feeling on his own boobs. Okay. Well, she comes, and she's like, you're being weird, and then he goes out to breakfast, and they're the like... The sister does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The sister comes to get her, her older sister, who's the main character, kind of, and is like, come out to breakfast, you're being weird. And then we see, like, a few scattershot scenes of the girl throughout the day but it seems to jump forward to the next day pretty quickly yeah and the next day she wakes up and things are normal and the, and the sister is like oh you're normal today you were really weird before like, i think the grandma the, yeah well they all they pointed out yeah so her name is mitsuha and the sister's name is i think yotsuha mm. and those are all counting numbers so it's like um i think the grandma is futaba or something so it's like one two three and four Mm. Or like the grandma is like one, the mother is two, and then the the daughters are three and four. Um, And they're all part of this family, which uh, does rituals at the local shrine, which is part of the native Japanese religion. And it comes into play later. But like I said, they do this thing where they braid together yarns to make these cool, colorful ropes. Like you used to do in summer camp if you went to summer camp in the United States and are a girl, I think. Maybe. They'd make these friendship bracelets. Yeah. But this is very big. This was not like that little thing that they would do this on in summer camp that I was like, I don't know how that works. No one gives me a friendship bracelet. You didn't have to go to summer camp to make a friendship bracelet. Oh, yes, you did. Regular ass people I knew who didn't go to fancy summer camps. Uh, How come we didn't get any? How come you didn't get any? Because I didn't go to summer camp. (laughs) You didn't have any friends. That's what everyone told me when I'd be like, where'd you get that friendship bracelet? And they were like, you had to go to summer camp with us. And I was like, oh, okay. Because I had girls make those bracelets, but they just like, uh, they just bought like yarn. Like (laughs) they just did it. Yeah. Look, I didn't assume it was like a summer camp exclusive fabric, but you know, I thought that was a thing. Anybody can do it. Like I could make a macaroni painting (laughs) sculpture anytime, but you did it as a kid in arts and crafts. Um, anyway, so we see her wake up again and she's more normal put together. The family notices that she goes to school. They were like, yesterday you were acting possessed. You were, yeah, they were, they're saying like, you were acting really weird. You know, you had bedhead and something else. 
and she's picturing it and she pictures herself with just like her hair like down yeah. and, and sort of she frizzy. Didn't, she didn't tie her hair up like she normally does. Yeah, because this morning we see her put her hair up using one of those cool red ropes and she like make she makes a little like braid and then she like ties it up. Yeah. Puts like this little pretzel pattern, pretzel shape ribbon in her hair. Um and she's just hearing from everyone about how weird she was she looks the in day her, before. She looks at her notebook and it says, Who are you? Yeah. Somehow in her own notebook it says, Who are you? And she's like, What? Like when did I write this? Um and so she doesn't really understand what's going on. And why should she? Um and then I don't know, does she go to bed and just wake up again the next day? How does it work? Well, well, she has a whole day where she's just like, where everybody's telling her that she wasn't herself. Um, her grandma says something about threads, and I wrote that down. Something about how threads all connect and weave and the connections we form with people and yeah. time and something about time. Um, and she does a pretty shrine dance with her sister. Her and her sister do like a little performance and her um, high school friends saw it. And she's embarrassed. She was by embarrassed it. by them seeing her dance, but also doing the kuchikamizake. What is that? Which is the mouth chewed sake, the mouth chewed oh. sake alcohol that they make, where these oh. like shrine girls chew up rice and spit it out into a container, and then you let that ferment for some time, mm. and that's supposed to be like special sake that it's um, literally spit rice mm. by a shrine maiden. Mm. Honestly, it sounds kind of pervy. Like strangely perverted to me. I think it sounds magical. I wouldn't drink that. <laughs> it, if it's fermented, like it's. I fine. know we eat we eat honey. I for wouldn't. Instance. I wouldn't just drink somebody's fresh spit, but fermented spit. Thank God. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess because yeah, technically, like honey is bee spit, but like I don't feel weird about a bee. <laughs> you want that bee to spit right in your mouth? Oh. Man, I, I would prefer a bee to spit in my mouth than like sting my mouth. That's what I don't want. I don't want to be anywhere near. I don't want to be. I don't want to be anywhere near my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining the honey nut Cheerios bee just going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining like a horrifying, like actual, uh, like, like a uh, close up high definition <laughs> bee. bee. <laughs> <laughs> I um, just, I'm just picturing big bumble rumble or whatever it is from Donkey Kong country. That bee you throw barrels at. Okay. Yeah. That he's that one's a scary bee. Yeah, but he's like not that big a deal once you know how to deal with his patterns. <sighs> I would not want to see him in real life. His singer is like <laughs> the size of his whole body. No, no, he's not that bad. Okay, fine. Um. <laughs> anyway, she ends her day by yelling, "I hate this town. I hate this life. Please make me a handsome Tokyo boy in my next life." And she yells that like, and it goes. It goes down the like stereotypical um sort of shrine gate staircase. And this is and what- I was like, oh no. This, you make a Freaky Friday wish. That's what happens. Yeah. Because I guess now th- this day, I guess, was in the past because she would have yelled that before the first scene where we see her wake up and she's acting all weird. Right? Because even. Know. No. No. In the movie, this is it comes after. Day. This is the same day. No, but it's the same day. But we first see the day where we see snippets where she wakes up and it's not her body. She's we possessed. S- we see that. And then the next day she wakes up and everyone tells her that she was acting. Oh, you're right. Yesterday. You're right. You're right. They tell her in past tense. Yeah. And then it is the same day where she yells. I yes. want to be. That's so weird though. Cause then it, well, like I guess kind it, of already happened. Yeah. I guess time is a little weird in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll never time understand is weird it. Cause he's a boy from the future. So yeah. future boy, 
so anything that happened in that i mean the, if the future exists then anything that she did up t- through the future also exists yep i don't know anyway uh i find it interesting she wants to be a boy a handsome boy i would never want to be a boy okay so that's good <laughs> i would want to be a bee. well you know, maybe for a day but not like i want to i wish i was for my next life like no i want to be a badass woman okay all the time but all anyway right. i just find it interesting that she she wanted to be a handsome boy living in tokyo yeah like, i want to know what that means to her and then uh well she kind of finds out it's not so easy um, yeah they do a lot of like exploration of like easy. what it's like to inhabit the other like person's gender yeah but then that all they don't go deeper into it they just play it for comedy and then they kind of drop it yeah yeah i guess you'd like it to be a sort of kate bush running up that hill kind of thing where like men and women are better for each other when they have walked a mile in the other's shoes mm. you know which was uh yeah this movie is just running up that hill and and interstellar um why the interstellar in interstellar i look i don't remember it that well i remember liking it and everyone knows what it is it's just uh you know where there's traveling through time and overlapping and stuff i don't want to get into it too much plus i don't remember um that's not a new concept it's not at all but i said everyone is familiar with that movie so you know i really like that movie it's good it's got a great soundtrack i remember that we watched it in austin jackie we went to the alamo draft house in austin austin is nice we should go to austin again all right let's if go. we if we can ever travel again in our lives people are already traveling that's true traveling to the hospital if they're getting on planes <laughs> oh, good one we're not gonna yeah. drive find spaces i'm we're, not doing it we're not gonna drive to austin yeah we'll fly in like i don't know like uh, a week from now <laughs> <laughs> when is everything better a oh, week shit, from now? i gotta take time off yeah <laughs> um no, no no we'll go back in there and back in like a weekend um anyway. yeah that's if we take an airplane i'm not taking an airplane well i was joking i'm not doing a weekend in austin that's crazy i'd be so tired that's kind of what we did though we took like we t- did like three or four days when we went we did like four days it was a long weekend oh really yeah that's what we did well time for me is like a woven rope you know, it's just all the little strands coming together. Good segue. And, uh, who knows? Uh, so then, do we then go to? She seeing- wakes up, and now she and she wakes up, but she is now in a boy's body, and she looks down, and immediately she's like, "Where are my boobs? She's, where are my boobs?" And then there's the inevitable moment uh, where she's like, "What's this? Oh, it's a dick!" Yeah. So she freaks out about having a dick, as we all do. Um, she's so confused. She's like, "What is happening? Like, this is a dream." Yeah. Um, but she looks out the window when, no, when she goes outside, she's like, oh, I'm in Tokyo and it's really exciting. Right. But before that, she does go out and see her dad and or his her, dad. Well, yeah. His dad, cause she's in a boy's body and his dad is like, you overslept, uh, and you were supposed to make the miso soup. And, um, I forget what it is, but, but, but she and his body like responds like properly or nicely. Yeah. He's kind of confused by it. Yeah. She's very polite. <laughs> yeah. And then he takes off and is like, I don't know, you should hurry to school if you're like, which is, it's such a weird response. I feel like my parents would be freaking out and already have like kicked my door open a million times if I was late to school. Mm. Wh- whose parent is that nonchalant? Like, Hey, you overslept. You should go. Mm. That's ridiculous. You're supposed to freak out and make everyone freak out for the rest of their lives. We never find out much about his background. Like, he has no mom, it seems like. And yeah. why his dad is so chill about everything. Yeah, I kind of confused him with her backstory for a bit because I also only saw his dad. Mm. I wonder if that's a thing with Shinkai's movies. Maybe there's a lot of mom issues. But 
who knows we only saw one um so yeah then she goes out in his body and when she's talking and stuff she's because she's a woman in his body i guess she's very feminine very feminine yeah. boy um cool that's how she acts naturally so yeah and you know she's amazed at all the hustle and bustle of tokyo and the big buildings and stuff and she goes to school which i would never do if i switched bodies if really? i switched bodies i would be like i'm sick i can't do anything i'm going to stay here everyone fuck off no but if you think it's a dream or something i guess so yeah she kept saying this is a dream yeah and she goes to school and everyone is like you're being weird she goes and hangs out with her friends with his friends she hangs out with his friends in his body in his dick yeah um and the friends are like you're they're also like you're being weird but again if my friend were that different I would be like, what is happening? Hang yeah. On. We should yeah. stop. What, yeah. what is this? Like, like uh, she uses the wrong pronoun. Uh, oh, that's a great scene. Yeah. Because like she, she, cause she like tries different ones to figure out which one is the one that he would use. Like she yep. says like, watashi and then watashi. She, she says watashi, which is technically neutral, but it's yeah. also very polite. And yeah. so it's it's a little weird for this guy to be saying that. So she, so she says watashi and they look at her and they're like they look at her weird like what the fuck and she kind of pretends that she misspoke the word watakshi which i think is very formal or old school but masculine Mm. and then she says boku which is more the way a boy speaks and And every time they look look every time they look like what (laughs) like they're just like "Uh?" like they make a little uh, disproving or approving noise and then she goes ore and they're like "Uh okay uh uh-huh like right you got it (laughs) yeah and uh they were like hey you have an accent yeah do they say that Did yeah. she have a dialect or something yeah yeah like oh, what's with the accent it's these little subtleties that w- we don't get as uh non-japanese speakers but uh still the pronoun thing it's like the subtitles explained it a little bit and it's still very funny we watched it twice um and so then she goes and hangs out with them some more and realizes that she's late to her job and they're like oh yeah you should go and then she pauses and is like where do i work yeah <laughs> where's my job and <laughs> They tell her, and of course, it's a restaurant job, and so... Thank God. It's not like he's a, an architect or, some, or something like that you need to like study for. <laughs> oh, he's, not a do- so he's not a surgeon. He's just holding a compass and just sweating. No. Like, oh, uh, <laughs> like, well, like one second. Like, if you're, a, if you're like a surgeon, you, nobody can Freaky Friday you, because like, what, they just, they would have to be sick. They'd be like, oh, nope, can't do it. It would be bad. Um... I mean, an ethical person would do that. If you really thought it was a dream, you might be like, fuck it. I'll cut him open. <laughs> I'll do it. I don't care. It's easy. It's a dream. Um, so they go there. And of course, it's like, you know, this hustle and bustle restaurant where they're like, ah, oh, we're out of mushrooms. Hey, Taki. We found out the boy's name is Taki. Um, and uh, you will then hear that name about 400 times the rest of the movie. So like, Taki-kun. Taki-kun. And she the sub- says it a million times. And the times. subtitles are like Taki, 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 Taki. It just, just reminds me of the, the song. Uh, Taki, Taki. Taki, Taki. <laughs> but like, it's like DJ Snake and Ozuna and it's uh, Selena Cardi Go- B. Selena Gomez. Car- Selena Gomez has no business being in this song. She's in like the very end. I don't know why they put her in this song. She's useless. Useless. Uh, it's a 2018 dance song. Bailame como si fuera la última vez. That's y how it goes. Que no sé. Un besito but, bien suavecito, okay, bebe. Taki, 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 rumba. But yeah, the few times we see the subtitle, it just says taki, period. Taki, period. And Jackie and I immediately were like, hmm. Taki. <laughs> yeah. But his name is Taki-kun. 
And so they're yelling at him like, we told you we're out of mushrooms or whatever. And he's freaking out. And then we see this other um, pretty waitress uh, serving, or no, no. He talks to these two like Yakuza type guys that are being really rude. And they're like, hey, I found a toothpick in my pizza that could have hurt us. You know, what do you say to that? And she as Taki is like, we wouldn't have toothpicks. This is an Italian restaurant. The manual says or something. <laughs> no, no. She's just <laughs> oh, like. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, we wouldn't have toothpicks. She says, there wouldn't be toothpicks in an Italian restaurant because it's an Italian place. And the guys go to react. And this other waitress uh, kind of pushes him out of the way, pushes Taki out of the way. And is like, oh, we're so sorry about that. Uh, your meal will be on us. And they're like, good. And then you see one of them take out a box cutter which for a few minutes did not come back. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? Um, later. Yeah, that was scary. Yeah. Later though, we see that this senpai waitress uh, had her dress slashed a little bit, meaning one of them, I guess, just cut her dress. She's very pretty. She had nice lips. They drew nice lips on her. Yep. And so she's all like bummed about uh, her dress being, her uniform being cut. And then uh, Taki as, well, no, I guess it's technically Mitsuha as Taki pulls her into a janitor's closet or something yeah and it looks like whoa like like because you know he's like come in here with me and then he closes the door behind and then he and then and then is like take off your skirt (laughs) and she's like what and he's like no no i'll look the other way he's like i'm gonna fix it or something and then he just has her skirt and because it's mitsuha who works with like ropes and and fabric or whatever she expertly like sews it back together and uses colored thread to make a little like bunny. It's so cute. Some little like spring scene, like green thread to show the grass and like yellow thread for flowers. Um, to which I have to say that's distracting and you can't have that on your uniform. <laughs> you can wear that skirt when you're out having fun. But here, this is an Italian restaurant, man. <laughs> Please wear a black skirt. Thank you. Should have wrote like something in Italian to make it Italian. Di molto. <laughs> molto bene. Um, and so, uh, over time, we see that this waitress character oh. keeps becoming more and more besmirched. Yeah. No, well, is, right. is that the word? Smitten? Becomes smitten. Smitten by uh, Taki as uh, a girl. Taki inhabited by Mitsuha. Right from the beginning, like right after that, um, Senpai is like, I'm just calling her Senpai because I don't know her name. Um, but Senpai is like, I like you better today. I'm like, yes, she likes her better. Yeah, what's her name? Okudera or something? Um, I don't know. I think so. And then, and, and, uh, um, Mitsuha looks in his phone and finds that he has a diary in there and he's taking pictures, like cute pictures of, uh, senpai. And so she's like, oh, he likes her. Maybe a crush. Yeah. The first shot, she is not looking at the camera. And I was like, oh, this is weird. And then the second one, she is looking and giving the peace sign. I was like, okay, good. <laughs> this guy's not a fucking pervert. Um, at the end of the day, she writes her name on, on, his hand on by his she, own hand by she you mean mitsuha mitsuha writes mitsuha's name on taki's hand as taki yeah. inhabiting the body yeah she inside her in, inside his body writes her name so that he'll wake up and see it uh which he does and she also like blogs she writes like a diary entry yeah because she finds out that he's been keeping a diary and so she adds her own yeah uh, diary entry and then we start to see this become a process that they're switching bodies. That's why Mitsuha was so weird on that first day because a boy was inside her body and doesn't know how to conduct himself or do his hair. Well, even even if it wasn't a gender swap, like even if you were even, I don't know, like just 
you don't know anything about this other person so you don't know who their friends are you don't know who their family you don't know anybody's name you don't know your own name you yeah don't know, but like, it's even weirder if where you just your have house like, is or where you're like basic shit that you should know but if you just like don't even know how to fucking like put on a skirt right or like your hair's all fucked yeah, up yeah you're like you're, okay i guess that's true you spend like 30 minutes trying to put on a bra you're grabbing <laughs> your own tits all the time you know <laughs> you're yelling honk 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 while you do it i think i think uh no <laughs> i think i think they also said no makeup I don't know if she normally wears makeup, uh, but a guy's not gonna. Yeah, know how honestly, to put if, on the if I swapped into a woman's body, I would definitely just not do makeup. I would not even try because if I tried it, they would be like, "We're putting you in a home." <laughs> what you've done <laughs> is by far the worst. Um, Wait, I have a question for everybody. How hard or easy do you think it would be for someone to, uh, like, you know, inhabit your body and live your life for a day? I mean, it'd probably be easier than I do in my own body. <laughs> probably be easier in some ways. I feel you like think- it wouldn't be that hard to figure out. Like, she, I don't have a complicated, like, shrine thing that I have to do. Like, my job is, like, fairly intuitive. You okay. can figure it out. Okay. Miles normally, like, edits a bunch of things, and then this person in his body's like, nope, all good. <laughs> totally <laughs> yeah. fine article, and it's, like, full of bullshit. <laughs> And it's not even about whatever he normally writes about. Do you think they would do a better job at, in your body? What do you think that people would like better about someone else that isn't you in your body? What? I don't oh, know. like if someone else were watching me and it wasn't, I don't know. I'd probably stand up straight. Mm. <laughs> probably uh, think out loud less. I don't know. I don't think anybody could do my job <laughs> well. in my body because unless they already know how to code. <laughs> I will not forget the thing that one of the things that made me laugh hard is uh, years ago you were at work and it was just this random time you guys decided to drink in the middle of the day and then you had like one or two beers and you were like no it was wine it was wine okay yeah. and you it just, w- I had I had like a little bit of wine you messaged me and you were like Mark I had some drinks and I'm just at my computer and I don't know how to do anything <laughs> <laughs> you I'm were like, like I don't know how to code <laughs> I'm like, what is any of this? I can't read it. Your brain just like couldn't, like you figured out, I think that your brain just hit a level when it's like, I can't, it's too abstract. I don't know. (laughs) And so that's what this person would be like in your body. They'd be like, okay, here are some words. Here are some other words indented. Yeah. That means something. Um, Yeah. I I don't know. I feel like if someone inhabited a friend's like body, I'd be like, that is not you. What's up? I think like they wouldn't even know what program to use. Like, (laughs) They they would just go like like I don't know how to do anything. <laughs> they just do all their work in like a local like text file, and they're like, guys, logging off. Bye. They wouldn't even get that. Far. I think they wouldn't even get that far. They would just be like, like if you don't know anything about uh, anything about programming, like what do you, where do you even start? Where do you even start? And you're yeah. jumping in on like you know a senior engineer who's doing like I don't know I don't know. Like you're not, yeah. you're not making a little dummy demo app. Well, yeah, it's like if someone told you like you're a German teacher now and you'd be like, Fuck, oh yeah, exactly. Nothing, you, can, you don't speak the language. Yeah. You can't fake that. Yeah. Miles over here is like, eh, anybody could do this. And, and literally anyone could do my Literally job. anybody. Um, yeah. So it's this sort of comedy. And then we start to get a montage. Things kind of speed up where we see that they're saying like, we agreed to, we've, you know, we figured out cause they would wake up with writing on each other's hands or arms they'd write in each other's diaries well it's like so they, they were keeping track and and being um transparent with the other one about what they're doing in their body yeah it, this is it would happen a few times a week they'd switch not all the time 
yeah this is where like the 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 montage happens so like this this there's some like rock music rock pop rock music starts playing and there's like a montage where like switches between them and you see like what what they're experiencing and uh what they're writing notes that they're writing to each other rules that the ground rules that they're setting etc yeah one of them is like no baths or something like that and Mm -hmm. no like staring or or something and i was like you guys already did that yeah also (laughs) look i don't want anybody hmm, i don't want anybody touching parts of my body that aren't me even when they're in my body but like you have to wash you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you'd be surprised i don't oh come what yeah like how do you shower (laughs) i don't want to wake up two days later and i'm like i'm dirty (laughs) <laughs> parts of me are still dirty this is disgusting i'd be like here's an instruction wash that dick do you yeah. think it would be hard to write a guide to your life i don't think it would be either i think that would be fairly simple i would find it exhausting <laughs> i don't know that they do that i don't know that they write each other guides or anything you think it was just like a couple simple ground rules yeah they, and, learned, and they learned by they learned by failure basically learned by yeah. doing everyone's just like uh you're supposed to be doing this thing yeah and we see there's there's like a bunch of really cool things snuck in there we see that uh the guy is terrible at doing the shrine like the cool braiding of cords together he's awful at that using that loom or whatever um we see at one point um he writes baka on her face Looking in the mirror, he writes Baca and she writes Aho. Both of those mean uh, dumbass or idiot in different ways mm-hmm. um, in Japanese. They write it on each other's faces because they're pissed off at each other at some point. Because um, the thing that, that uh, Mitsuha is doing to Taki is that when Mitsuha is in his body, she is like moving a relationship with the, the other waitress forward. So she's been like talking to her and this other waitress is like, I like you a lot better this way. Like you're very, yeah. you're very kind and caring and sweet. Um, and so and she Taki, sets up the date. Taki uh, is like, stop this. Like, why are you, you know, yeah. um, at one point we hear them, they don't actually talk to each other, but basically they both say like, I'm single for a reason. That's why I'm not dating anyone. Um, but, uh, and, and they both say, they both say, you know, I want to be single. Yeah. I'm single because I want to be uh, yes. something to that effect. Yes. Um, and then what causes it to what causes him to travel out there to where so there so, so oh, I don't after know. the date he stopped they stopped switching well no not yet not yet well oh. i don't know so one thing that happens that's kind of important is when taki is in mitsuha's body uh he goes out with grandma and uh the little sister and they go into like the, what looks like a, a crater area where there's like a little shrine. Um, and I like how um, grandma rides on Mitsuha's back while they, like, like they, yeah. they just carry, it they was just weird. carry it her was through. It we- weirdly casual because I was like, wait, does Mitsuha usually do this? Because they're clearly <laughs> struggling with grandma on their back. And so I guess they don't do this often, but yet the grandma was like, okay. Yeah. Um, and while they're walking to this place, this clearing. It was cute. Um, which is which is a crater that's been filled in green, uh, meaning grass has grown and stuff, but there's no houses there or anything. Grandma is explaining all these things about time and how they weave together and mm-hmm. stuff, and I didn't, and I don't understand it. She goes to she goes, uh, Mitsuo, you're dreaming, aren't you? And that's what, and then he wakes up. Yeah, he wakes up uh, and he's crying a little bit or something. 
because the yeah, grandma it was so- can sort of sniff out that something is weird about Mitsuha, like that yeah. someone, like like more specifically, that someone else is in there. Yeah, and during this dream sequence, also, it seems like it is partially a record of what happens. Like, like the dream may have recalled something that they did actually do, because we do see later that uh, sake, because they're like, "Come with me, we're going to go to this place," and they're they're putting the sake bottles in there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then. Taki wakes up as himself and is a little teary-eyed or something. And then he gets to go on a date, right, with uh, yeah, he, he Okudera. Finds, he, find, he finds out that Mitsuha set up a date for them to go. Um, and Mitsuha was hoping that she would go on the date. Which She aw. didn't plan it for Taki. She planned it for herself and was hoping that that Saturday would be one where she was in his body, but it didn't happen. Aww. So. And the date was like a dud. Like he was lame. Well, because he sucks. I, I bet if Mitsu <laughs> if if Mitsuha was on the date, it would have gone it would have gone so well. It seems like, like they would have made out. They would have made. They would totally made out. Yeah. Yeah. At one point, I wrote. But that's the thing. Senpai doesn't like um, Taki. He likes me. She likes Mitsuha. Yeah. That's how it is. She's gay and doesn't even know. Um, yeah. I wrote. This is like the Prestige. Spoiler alert for the Prestige. <laughs> no. <laughs> but in the Prestige. No. Just jump ahead 30 seconds. That movie, the guy's twin brother, like their dedication to a magic act, a magic act is so serious that they have sex with the same woman. I have to think. No, I guess they, no, they do. No, they don't. The they don't thing. necessarily have sex because he says, I love you. And she's like, no, not today. You don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, maybe, maybe well, on those days married, he refuses. They're married. It's two people married to the same person pretending to be one yeah. person. If they had, two people living if they one had life. sex, that's like a form of rape. And you wouldn't be like, they were so dedicated to their craft. You'd be like, they're a bunch of weirdos yeah. who were so dedicated to magic that they didn't even tell their own wife well they were living two lives i think they i think the other one the one that wasn't married had a girlfriend like they had different yeah but you can it doesn't matter with a girlfriend what doesn't matter nothing i have to go (laughs) what no uh, you can lie to a girlfriend and you know your your twin brother can step it it doesn't matter no i'm kidding but yeah i'm guessing if the characters in prestige are morale moral at all then if you're with your brother's wife, then you just got to be like, uh, I'm not going to kiss you today. Not interested. Yeah, mate, <laughs> in it. Not interested in sex today. Uh, they're part Australian. Mm-hmm. Anyway. She's like, oh, he's so lucky. He must be with her right now. You know, she wanted to go on the date. Um, she she, she shares some links with him. Like, this is like dating tip links. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like, if you're she nervous, him. and it's just some bullshit, like, clickbait, like, are you nervous? Five secrets uh, of dating or whatever. I guess she didn't text him. I guess it was just like she left it in the in It was the in like a Google Doc or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By the way, um, I saw an IMDb trivia. Someone pointed out that, you know how they'll show them flipping through each other's diaries? Mm-hmm. And it's like September 12th, September 11th, September 10th. If you look, their days of the week don't match up. Mm-hmm. So September 12th <gasps> is a Wednesday on one day and it's a Monday or a Sunday on the other ones, mm. which implies that they're happening on different timelines mm-hmm. because they are. One is three years behind the other. Mm-hmm. So it's a little tiny bit of detail that uh, was put in there. And mm. I like it and I support that kind of decision. Yay. Um, so the date was a dud and Senpai ends it early. Um, she's like, I got to go. It She's like, nice. let, let me guess. You used to have a crush on me. 
But now you like somebody else. But now else. you like someone else. And he's like, no, not, no. Um, in a way he does, because it does seem like he's very interested. Or, well, I, I guess we don't know. But they're kind of both like being like crush angry at each other through uh, this time space, Mitsuha and Taki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard to like somebody that, because they haven't met. It's just they... They just live each other's lives and they yeah, communicate through. Yeah, but that's so through, intimate too. Yeah. And they communicate through like diary entries and stuff. And, well, I mean, yeah, and they see each other in the mirror. Yeah, but they, you, you're not interacting with that person. But you might find them attractive. Sure, but you still don't know them. Doesn't matter. Uh, you can't fall in love with somebody that you haven't really spoken to. Oh, really? Maybe. What about all those guys? People out do there it over the Canadian internet. Girlfriends, yeah. What yeah. about what? What about World of Warcraft marriages? Yeah. But you have to like talk to the person. They don't talk to each other. They just share like journal entries. That's it. Yeah, but that's it's like, like talking. It's like, it's like emailing each other, yeah, but that's not it's, about anything. It's, it's just like about an epistolary romance all over time. I don't know what that word means. Like over, like you know, people used to fall in love by writing letters to each other. This is like a something uh, but but over different you, time you, dimensions if you can't like cyber over letters well i guess they would right they'd write erotic letters yeah they would do you think like you oh, always yeah, have baby. to write like i had a boner three days ago because <laughs> yeah. it's like i have one at the time of this writing but now that you've received it i have no idea <laughs> hopefully i still have I'm it ke- i'm keeping this boner for three days <laughs> i've just had for this you. for three days i have consulted so, a doctor so when you read this <laughs> you'll know and uh things things have really taken a turn um also, and then at the very bottom, it's like also pawn to king four. Oh, <laughs> uh, like they're playing chess. Yeah, that's what I would do. I do chess and romance by mail. Uh, listeners, are you under the age of thirty-five? <laughs> you don't know what the fuck we're talking about. What's a letter? What's what? A, what's a, <laughs> what's stamp? a boner? Anyway, <laughs> I, I don't know why I would think that. Uh, uh, so, you know, he has this lame date and, you know, he's just sitting, he's just standing on the bridge and he's thinking of Mitsuha. So he tries calling her and then it cuts to her and it cuts to him, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, she doesn't pick up. Well, yeah. And he gets it, a signal like this phone is out of service. Yeah. It's like the phone is Cause, disconnected cause we or. watching it. I said yeah. that. I was like, oh yeah. Why haven't they been talking on the phone? Or texting. Yeah. Because I would definitely be texting like. Where are you right now? Yeah. Put it down. Wash my butt. Um, yeah, and then I guess they stop swapping for a while, right? And then... Well, so so they, when we that's cut That's the to, last time they swap. Yeah, so when, when it cuts to her, her hair is now short and she's at the... She's kind of... She's dressed up all cute in like the little kimono dress. Yeah, well, she's actually... She wakes up that morning and she seems kind of like, eh, about it all. And then her friend Tessie... Tessie well, because she's sad she's not on the date. Yes, you're right. And then Tessie's like, "Come out! You're coming out to the thing." And she's like, "Oh, right! It's the night, I'll night of the comet, which is a horror movie, I think, from the '50s, something." Yeah. Anyway. And so she's like, "I'll try to make it." And so when she arrives, and then we see like she's with her friends. Her hair is short. She's dressed up, and they're looking up at the sky to look at the comet. Um, right. And you know, we switch back and to then him. The comet and, blows up. Well, we don't know that. Actually, it doesn't happen that night. It happens the next day, I think. No, it happens right? when at the festival they're all looking up at it. And it smashes them. It might, yeah, it might happen after midnight. By the way, Night of the Comet is a 1984 science fiction horror comedy. My apologies. Um, mm, I don't know. I, f- I feel like there's got to be a day in between. 
I think there's like we, a day in between that we don't see right now where she goes to Tokyo. Yeah, that's right. Because it's like on the night of or yeah, later. No. later. No, no, it's true. Later when she tries to fix things. No, this this is what I think. That day she was bummed because she wasn't on the date. But on the plus side, she knows exactly where he is. So she like when you later on in the in, later on in the movie when she act, when you see that she actually went to go see him, it had to have been that day because she goes to the bridge and she, he's not there because there it's a different time, right? And then she en- ends up running into him on the subway, um, right? But and we'll get to that later. But and then she comes back and her hair is short and uh, and she watches the comet, um, and then the next day is when he inhabits her body. So that's a full day after. Yeah, but I think that he... Because they, they show that comet animation a million times, like before it impacts. I don't think it's like... You think the comet hits after the festival? Yeah, I think it's... I think The it's, comet hits the night of the festival. That's why everyone is out. Yeah, yeah. I think it does All hit, right. but it's like, I think... They're just showing it like... I don't know why he's able to, but it's because... Don't we There's eventually a- find out he drinks the sake, right? I think the com- the festival is the night after she gets like she goes to Tokyo, comes home, cuts her hair, goes to sleep, and then the next night is the festival. Right. We know this because when Taki's in her body and he's trying to make everyone leave the town to evacuate, mm-hmm. his little sister or her little sister is like, "Why'd you go to Tokyo yesterday?" Right. And so it's like the day before the comet is when she went to Tokyo. But the day that she went to Tokyo wasn't that the day that um, wasn't that the day that of the day that she went to Tokyo was the day of the comet, wasn't it? Um, because they go to the festival that day. I don't know. All of this stuff, my brain kind of glossed over. I wasn't actually trying to put it in sequence. I don't care. Well, no, because there's a day when she wakes up with short hair when Taki is inhabiting her body. Yes. And that is after she goes to Tokyo. Right. So it's the day of the comet. Yeah. So the day of the comet is the day after she goes to Tokyo, is what you're saying, which like I want to make sense, but it doesn't make sense because uh, it doesn't make sense. She goes to Tokyo on the day of his date. But well, it's not the day of his date. But it's, it's not the day of his years before yeah, it's, his date. It's three years before. But like for for him, like the the what however the timeline sick syncs up or doesn't. Um, she goes to Tokyo. But the night of the comet, her friends are texting her to come to go see it. Mm -hmm. You don't think that that same day that she's being texted to go see the comet is the day that she goes to Tokyo? No, I think it's the next day. Yeah, because like I said, when he's in her body later, her sister's like, you were being weird yesterday too. You went to Tokyo. The day before the comet is when she goes to Tokyo in 2014 the day before but why did it look like it was the same day because she was getting texts from her friend and she was also seeming like she was going to go to tokyo and like well because it's because we don't see that day right then like they want to reveal it later of the timeline Mm. until later in the movie yeah this movie does that it shows you earlier things later I i thought it was pretty confusing too yeah, there's some swaps I got confused on that I was like, what is happening? I don't know. But anyway, so we see... But, uh, yeah, how does that end? We just see the comet fly over and then... Yeah. Know, we cut back to him? 
Yeah, and I forget why, but he like after that he becomes interested in like finding her. Yeah, well, because he 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 didn't he thought it would just keep happening, but it, that was the last time mm-hmm. um, it happened where they switched bodies. So he missed her, you know, and he wanted to get to know her and stuff. He's intrigued. Yeah, and maybe then, he misses the town too. Well, so the thing is, is yeah, and I remember I was saying this out loud to Jackie during the whole time. But he wants to go there, but he doesn't know the town's name, and so he's trying to use his memories of the scenery. And he's also an excellent uh, artist; he draws really well. So he's been dra- drawing the town from memory, and so he goes with his friend and um, re- uh, waitress senpai Okudera Miki, who's now just his friend. So that's cool. That worked out in a way. Um, and so they're going with him and he's trying to find this place, but he just can't figure out what it is. And I was just saying to Jackie, I'm like, how do you forget the name in this town? Like you were in this town all the time. It must have said the name in certain places or people would talk about it because it's the festival shrine town. But we later learn why he doesn't remember probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're just at a restaurant and they're looking at the sketches and they're talking and they're like, yeah, I don't know why I couldn't find it. I guess we'll just have to go home. He, he- you you mentioned that he goes with uh, his his friend and the senpai, right? Yep. They all go, okay. Yeah, and then the, the restaurant guy is like, oh, that's a pretty good drawing of Itomori. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, right, Itomori. And the and then the um, the other restaurant owner, the wife, I guess, is like, oh, yeah, he grew up in Itomori. And the kid's like, oh, Itomori. He's like, oh, yeah, where is that, that city? He's like, how do I get there from here? And they're all, everyone looks at him weird, and the two kids are like, Okudera and his friend are like, oh, wait, that's mm. the place where... And it is revealed that the town that this girl was living in that he keeps swapping bodies with actually was hit by part of a comet. That town was destroyed three years ago. The town was destroyed <gasps> and 500 people were dead or missing. It goes from Freaky Friday to Twilight Zone. Which makes sense because I remember I said at some point when they're showing this comet overhead, there's scenes where we see in Itomori town, there's a crater. Like it's it like the town is partially formed along a lake and there's another crater, I think, as well, where that tree is or something. So I was like, that's really interesting. Um, so it turns out he's been swapping bodies with and communicating with a girl who died or disappeared three years ago, um, which is sad because that means he can't go find her. He can't just drive to the right place and be like, hey, what's up, you idiot? You've been using my dick wrong. Um you know, he's realized like it's she's been so dead. It's so sad. And that, very sad. That's where I was like, oh, fuck. So sad. This movie's over. Everyone's sad. Go to sleep. What a twist. Um, but it was a twist. And then the movie becomes about. So this kid then uh, the next morning, um, Taki doesn't tell the other two uh, what he found. I think he doesn't explain. He just tells them he leaves. They're staying at like a hotel and he leaves without telling them and just says, and leaves them a note that just says go back to tokyo i'll meet up with you there yeah and by the way the name of the comet because they show news stations covering it is called tiamat and tiamat was the female god of the old babylonian religion who has to do with creation i thought it had something to do with destruction it kind of does because i think she's referenced in two different ways but when i saw the name of the comet was tiamat i'm like that's bad <laughs> that's like if you name something shiva and you're like brushing it away like uh so the storm hurricane shiva is coming but don't worry about it i'd be like that's the goddess <laughs> of destruction that's really bad um also like the diary entries and stuff are erasing themselves so any trace that like of what happened between um taki and mitsuha is like disappearing and he's forgetting um so that's not he good. forgets and that's her 
And that's scary. Right. Because they're the concept they play with a lot here is how you forget a dream throughout a day, like as it goes on, Mm. um, which is true. And there are sometimes I'll have to talk about a dream out loud in order to kind of remember it. And uh, one thing I like a little detail as well is when he looks at the phone diary erasing itself, the text becomes all corrupted. Mm -hmm. So like the Japanese characters get erased and they turn into like boxes or symbols or one of them says Mac in tiny letters. Um, and the diary erase, uh, entries just start disappearing. Um, so they, they play a lot with the idea of a dream, that it's something you forget after you've been away from it for even a little while. And they also play with the idea of twilight because apparently in Japanese, the way they write twilight is, what what is it? It's sort of like, who are you? Like the word twilight has to do with like not knowing who someone is or something like that. Like it's an in-between sort of time because you're not sure if it's day or night um and a teacher conveniently explains that at some point um that that's the term for what we might call um dusk right is that it twilight vesper crepuscule no words i'm learning just now i don't like it you don't like crepuscule no yeah i get it anyway um so he goes up on the mountain um I guess he's like determined to find something because he he remembers maybe that dream sequence mm-hmm. where, um you know, the grandma was like, come here with me and we're going to put this fucking spit sake under a thing. Beyond this is the underworld. Yes. Uh, so he manages to go up there. It, of course, starts raining, um, which sucks. Right. To and climb a mountain you've like never really been on and you've forgotten a lot about. And it's like, no, it's slippery. Uh, yeah. He goes up there and it's a crater and there's a tree and he remembers it from the dream. There's a big like rock. So it looks like under there is a cave. He goes in there and he sees two very moss covered uh, sake bottles, traditional it's, stone. It's been three years, so it's fermented. Probably fermented. Hopefully. How, Otherwise, how long does it take to ferment? Spit. It takes a lot. I, I mean, I don't know. A couple months. They make it in jail. A couple months. I've heard that. So you don't need. Okay. That's not bad. So he goes there and he wipes off one of the sake bottles and he decides to drink it because uh, he's a huge pervert. And he's like, give me one. I just looked one- it up four to five weeks. Oh. Oh, there you go. He's like, give me one last chance. And he drinks it and nothing happens immediately. Because all he wants is one last chance to, in her body to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. No, he wants to taste that spit. Ugh. Ugh. That bee spit. Uh, he takes a drink and then he slips and the light from his cell phone illuminates part of the cave that has drawings on it. I don't know why it does. Maybe this is like the beginning of the activation of the um, chewed up spit sake. Well, they mentioned that that crater, like the crater next to Itamori, was also created by a meteor. Mm. Um, and so he kind of, like he sees the comet on the cave wall and he starts to see like Mitsuha's whole life flashing before his eye his own his eyes but her life yeah it's actually a really cool sequence where before it starts to make sense and we realize like oh they're showing the mom and the father and the birth and the mom dies and the father leaves the family or becomes distant because he doesn't give a shit about the shrine and all that he cared about his wife they what they do is they take the the style of chalk on a cave wall and an animation starts from that style because the movie overall is extremely pretty it's a very good looking movie very good looking. Things are very detailed and animated. I think there's some CG assistance as well, but it doesn't show. It's not very obvious. Uh, and it blends together a bunch of styles. It's just visually completely worth seeing, even if none of what we described sounds interesting. Um, 
And so then, yeah, it goes through this whole like chronicle of Mitsuha's life. Um, and then uh, how does it end? Just like she, becomes the, the she, present? Well, it's, it's, her, it's her, her last day where she's looking at the, she's getting ready to go look at the comet or something. And he's like, no, don't go. And then he wakes up crying and he's in her body and he's like touching touching her her boobs like oh my god like so happy and all these emotions i miss you all these emotions and the sister's like you're so weird yeah because the sister comes in and sees not only is she touching her boobs like she had been but yeah she's crying and touching her boobs and is just like what the fuck and he's like there's time there's time um and uh she comes down grandma looks at her and is like you're not mitsuha (laughs) yeah it's like in the prestige when you know they're like, not today. Anyway, that part's not a spoiler. Don't worry. And uh, grandma, grandma is like, uh, you know, your uh, your mom also had this and, uh, you know, I had this and whatever, whatever. Um, but you this forget. This body switching ability. Yeah. But as time goes by, like you forget. This body. So grandma's like, I don't remember who it was that I was. She's like, I think with. I was a moose. She, no, didn't she, doesn't, she didn't say that. No. I don't even know if they have moose in Japan. Um, so no? Mitsuha comes up with a plan. Not Mitsuha. Uh, Taki in Mitsuha's body comes with a, up with a plan to save the town, but it doesn't seem so easy. And I was f- kind of freaking out that it might not work. I know. Work, it's so it, it, They annoying. might just blow up anyway. I don't know about you Their guys. Their plan but- was to blow up like a power station yep. and then broadcast an emergency alert from the high school so that everyone could evacuate there because the high school was not in the blast zone which taki knows because he's from the future Mm -hmm. and it's just a lot of moving parts yeah and meanwhile he also was like convincing his friends and his sister no just his friends to help out with it but has to also not because i feel like if i were convincing people the comet is going to hit here the comet part of it's going to break off and hit the uh the earth because none of the scientists in the news are predicting the comet will hit because it technically doesn't. It's just a fragment does. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't explain that to people and then be like, also, I know this because I'm a boy from the future and we've been swapping bodies because then people would be like, no, 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 this is not, this is not the person. They're ill. I should just stop listening to them and call their yeah. family or something. Yeah. Um, her friends go along with it though. She must have a lot of trust in her community. Yeah. I mean, she's the shrine maiden. She, you know. She must be like a goody two-shoes. She keeps care of the religion and stuff. And, you know, it's her spit that makes their alcohol number one selling beverage. Mm. Um, by the way, Miles, can you tell me the difference between an asteroid, meteor, and comet? A comet is... I think it orbits this... Uh, I don't know. A comet is is different in composition from a meteor, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty like, sure that an asteroid, I think orbits you mm-hmm. something about orbit makes sense but then i think a meteor hits the ground like a meteor you're thinking of the difference the between a meteor a meteorite and a meteoroid what the fuck is a meteoroid i guess the bigger part that doesn't fall in a meteoroid is like what you find on the ground oh uh a meteorite is what you see in the sky and i think a meteor is like the in-between the streaking oh. thing you see in the sky. I'm an pretty asteroid? sure I could be mixing that up. Well, according to NASA, an asteroid is a small rocky object that orbits the sun. A meteor is what happens when a small piece of an asteroid or comet, called a meteoroid, burns up upon entering Earth's atmosphere. 
Read on to find out more and learn the difference. But God damn it, NASA. Now I got to go to your Let's website. Mm -mm. Um, look, the answer is no one knows. It's very confusing. Uh, <laughs> we can't be sure. But in the subtitles, they just call it all a comet. And that's fine. Look, it's a rock that just kills people. We get it. <laughs> um, so she has to, you know, Taki has to in her body. And you can tell that he knows the town now. Because I, I thought this movie did a great job of starting you out in a town where things are already happening. And the town is full of life. Mm -hmm. And it's got all these characters who know her and you feel very much like you're in a real place, um, which was cool and confusing. But now we can even see that he's comfortable with it. Like he knows everybody's names and he's not shy. He's just sort of like, all right, we got to do this. We got to go here. Yeah. But yeah, it is very nerve wracking because you can see people aren't really getting, they're not really coming along. Mm -hmm. Her father is mayor or mayoral candidate. Well, he starts to he's realize the incumbent mayor. You're right. He's incumbent. He's the mayor. Taki starts to realize, like, shit, I'm fucking this up. Like, maybe uh, Mitsuha is the only one who could actually, like, pull everybody together. People aren't listening to me. Right, because um, he's not her personality. Yeah. If she, Maybe if she spoke natively yeah. the way she does, she'd be good at convincing people. Because um, her dad is like, get out of here. Like, I'm going to send you to the hospital or something. Like, mm -hmm. he, like, he threatens to call the hospital and then he grabs the phone and just like, stop it or something. Yeah, this is this is also when uh, around now is when Taki finds out that she went to Tokyo. Um, yeah, because the little sister is like, "You went to Tokyo yesterday. That was weird." And then and then he realizes, "Wow, we met three years ago before I knew who you were." Right, because he but he forgot. Every time he gets near her, he seems well, to kind of forget. No, at that time, he it's not that he forgot. Well. Because he kind of does because he has a bracelet and um, yeah, that's true. the waitress is like, oh, where'd you get that bracelet? And he's like, oh, someone gave this to me, but I forgot. And I was like, how the fuck do you forget? Yeah. But I think it just has to do with this sort of fate connection that he forgets this person. Um, mm. But yeah, it's it's an interesting thing, right? Because one choice you could have done with this plot is you're a um, boy who's used to like talking to people a certain way and you don't have the same relationship with your father. So it's just some adult man who's in your way. And so in her body, he goes to the office and is like, you have to tell people to evacuate. And the dad's like, no, you're crazy. Mm -hmm. And he, for a minute, like goes over and like grabs his hand, you know, and then he kind of, I guess, realizes he's not going to get through to him and leaves. Mm -hmm. And he reflects like, oh yeah, Mitsuha would have been better at this maybe, which I think stands in contrast to the easier idea, which is to just have him be like using his uh, brazenness to be like, you listen to me, you fucking asshole mayor mm -hmm. you call up all these people and you do this thing or i'm gonna punch your lights out or something you know mm -hmm. it would have been funny um but it would have been much simpler mm. than uh what happens instead which is uh they kind of have to take a bit of a different approach or they kind of just have to go along with whatever they have and uh, the character has to just admit that he can't uh, convince people not everyone anyway so when he's like oh shit she's she came to tokyo he runs over to the mountain because he thinks that that's where she is but i don't know why exactly over to the crater like where the where they um where the where he got the sake yeah well, i don't remember when when he, why he goes up there he well he he goes there once he once he learns that she went to tokyo yesterday yes. but i don't know why he thinks that she would be there i know i know, I know. as him that's what I'm saying. As i don't him. know either no that's what it is he's he's in her body and so he thinks that she would be in his body where he Oh, yeah, he, yeah, because he was he up last, there about to drink the sake. Yeah, that's why. That's oh, right. Right. Right, 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 right. Because so, that's where he went out, and so she must have gone in at that point. 
I guess right. is what. Yeah. yeah. They're trying to find each other, but they don't exist at the same time. But before that, though, before they talk about the Tokyo memory and, and he goes to find himself, I guess, mm-hmm. um, we the plan does progress where the, the friend Teshi, the boy, and um, Taki as Mitsuha go and they commit an act of terrorism and they just no, blow, that doesn't happen yet. They blow up a fucking power station. That doesn't happen yet. They don't? Okay. No, it happens first. First, they meet. It, they meet in between time. At now, Twilight. In, they meet in each other's bodies in between time during in Twilight before the sun goes down. Right. It's called uh, the, the poetic term for Twilight is called Kawatare, which is a, ter- a time of Twilight. Uh, oh, possibly because you can't recognize people's faces in, in Twilight. And you're kind of like, who are you? Mm. What's and your they name? stupidly are going to write each other's names on each other's hands so they'll remember. And he writes something on her hand. He writes his name, I think. No, he doesn't. He writes, we later find out, I love you. Yeah. Oh. And she you saw that, starts Mark. to write I did, but name, I didn't remember that's where he wrote it. Yeah, or when. Sorry, what was that, Mom? She she starts to write her name, but then Twilight ends, and they can't see each other anymore. And then and she he, has to go save the town from this meteor or whatever. And he immediately forgets. <laughs> right. He's yeah. back in his own body. He immediately forgets her name, and she kind of remembers it she, no, yeah she, she's running around yelling taki 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 but then she forgets eventually too because yeah. i think she's riding her bicycle and then crashes she's mm-hmm. riding her friend's bike and crashes yeah. it um and this is when they blow up things also yeah this is yes. then they're also it's after they blow up things but at one point because of her trying to remember his name she forgets his name and starts crying a little bit and she turns Aww. to her friend her male friend who kind of has a crush on her and it's like, oh, I can't remember his name anymore. And he's like, who? I don't give a shit. And they kind of, <laughs> he gets a little bit pissed off. But yes, yeah, so they go and they blow up the power station, which cuts all the power to the town. Tessie is her friend. Uh, Tessie right? or Tessie, yeah. Um, the um, female friend of this trio goes, because she knows the TV club or radio club, and she starts broadcasting a message where she's like, oh, uh, what the fuck was the problem? What is it, locusts? What does she say is going to happen? No, forest fire, because there's an explosion at the power station. Right. And of course, politics in the town are, are talking to each other, trying to be like, who's doing this? They have backup power, of mm-hmm. course. And they're like, is it terrorism? Um, and they broadcast a conflicting message, which is like, actually, everything's fine. Stay where you are. So it seems like everything's going to fail. And yeah, we show people scary. in their homes being like, oh, I don't know. Should we stay or should we go? And it feels really familiar to now when you're like, I guess it's okay if we meet people. Mm. Is it okay if we all sweatily go and yell in each other's faces inside a bowling alley despite the virus? I think it's okay. It's um, okay. Yeah, so stuff is like, you know, their plan is going off, but not everyone seems to really be that uh, freaked out by it. Some people are just kind of like, oh, this is weird. And Yeah, and so all that happens and we don't really know what happens because the comet hits, we see the comet hits, ship blows up, but we don't know. Like Can I just people say, evacuated. Well, we see her or Taki as her, right? No, it's, it still, no it's, her her, it's her now. It's her now. And she confronts her dad. And we don't yeah. see what the result of that confrontation is. Because her dad is the one who's making the call for people not to evacuate. Yeah. Oh, so I don't, don't remember know whether that. Well, how do we she know she confronts him? him. What it's she like do? the very last thing before the comet hits. They're like, she's like in that control station with the mayor and going like, I thought I told you to get out of here. And she's about to argue like you have to evacuate everyone, but we don't see whether she convinces him. 
Oh, okay. Because I had to say this whole time coming up to it, I was like, already they've kind of shown us that a tragedy happens. And I was like, oh man, he never has sex with that ghost. Um, and then they start to, you know, try and fix the mistake. So I'm like, okay, this movie isn't super sad and fucked up. But then I'm like, Mark, do you think anybody dies? I was like, how many people do you think die in this explosion? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. So the whole time I was like, in my in my story, half of them would die. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it would still be really bad and nobody would know. it's unrealistic for every single person to get out. Yeah. What about like old disabled people? They'd be screwed. No, I mean, some of them, you know, people might help Maybe them first. Help they might them. think of them. Yeah. Uh, it's all the people that are like, this is a government conspiracy. <laughs> I don't care. I'm staying here. I wanted takoyaki and I'm here. Oh, fuck. I'm dead. I didn't move when there was a tsunami. I'm not going to move now. Right. <laughs> 1200 years ago, what do you think happened? A comet hit and everyone lived. So we're staying. I think that might be someone's logic. Um, but now it goes back to the future, right? It goes back to the future. It's future, future. That's it's, the power of love. It's five years after Taki's time and eight years after uh, Mitsuha's time. Oh, Mitsuha. right. It's the future, future. Mitsuha. Well, we do see, though, that there is a news story showing that people were evacuated for the most part to the high school and nobody died. A few hundred people were hurt or we something. We don't learn that yet. First, we learn it's the future. Then we see that Senpai sent a text, a line message to um, Taki and they meet and she's like, yeah, I was just in the neighborhood. Um, she has a ring on her finger. She's getting married. Um, but well, they, I think it's a band. I think she's already married. Oh, well, whatever. They catch up and uh, she mentions like, oh, you remember when you got obsessed for a little bit about uh, of that town that had an explosion, but it, everything was fine. And then that's kind of when you get the recap that like, you know, everybody survived and stuff. Um, yeah. People were harmed, but not, like people were uh, injured, but not killed. Yeah. And this movie, unfortunately, shies away from showing like uh, people with missing legs and stuff. It doesn't mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. It's cowardice. And he's like, I don't remember why I was so interested in it back then. Yeah. Yeah. He's completely forgotten. like my least favorite part of this movie. Why? What part? Because it's like the, the like this sort of ending well, because you like, don't know if they'll ever remember like, each other? No, because I knew that they would eventually meet, and I was just like, all right, let's get this over with. You're going to meet. Yeah, it did It did drag that out, where you're like, oh, are they near each other? Like, oh, no. They they're, might not have ever met. They're moving far away. Oh, my God, are they? No, oh. I knew they would meet. <laughs> okay. So there is... Um, but they spot each other on different trains. Yeah. They spot yeah. each other, and they're like, you are the one that I've been looking for. And then they... Like he's been wandering around in a daze for years going like, I've always felt like something's missing in my life. Yeah. Um, because like he no longer remembers Mitsuha and I guess she no longer remembers him, but we see it from his point of view. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you need to see it from his point of view because otherwise it would spoil the fact that she's still around. Um, right. So they're just like, like the rest of the movie is them just like circling each other in Tokyo. And being adults. Yeah. And it's the future. And then they see each other and then they go to each other and then they say hi to each other. And it's, it's like, oh, don't I know you? Your name is. And then it ends. And they're like, what's your name? Your name? But that, but yeah. Simultaneously. There's, and I um, thought that was corny. I cried and it fucked me up all night. So thank <laughs> you, Nicole and Matt. You assholes. <laughs> I, know, I, was, I was sad about it. It kind of, it didn't fuck me up as bad as to the moon, but it reminds me of to the moon, which is a 
video game movie, <laughs> which is an interactive movie that is so good, but it's like this where it's just very, it's like sci-fi and sad and romantic. Yeah. I, I didn't like the last part of this movie. I like that it felt like like three or four different genres, like each part of the movie felt so different like it started out yeah. very comedy-ish and it was then it a turned into like this very sad kind of detective story yeah and it was like very spiritual and then it was like this sort of thriller part and then it was it became this like uh, like obvious thing where they were gonna meet it's every but emotion in one yeah this is based on a novel he wrote this uh, novel makoto shinkai that came out i think a year before this movie so they had two years to make this movie, and uh, the director has said that he did not really like how this movie turned out. Um, hmm. I forget exactly what he said, um, but I will look that up right now. And this is the only movie that is not a Miyazaki movie that made um, roughly $100 million. I think it's um, really ambitious in like... It is, yeah. Storytelling and like like visuals... Um, so it had a lot that it set out to do. I don't know that I was like, I think I liked, like I, like I said, I, I liked three quarters of it. Um, I liked all of it. So the director said the following, uh, there are things we could not do. Masashi Ando, the animation director, wanted to keep working on, but had to stop for lack of money um, or had to stop us for lack of money. For me, it's incomplete, unbalanced. The plot is fine, but the film is not at all perfect. Two years was not enough. Damn. Is uh, how uh, this guy felt about the movie. What did he want to do? What did he want to do? Yeah, I we feel don't like know. the visuals are such are such a strong part of the movie. Well, there's a difference between the plot and then how everything in the movie, like what scenes you leave in and what you actually shoot and all this. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, there's still other things you can do to depict a story. Um, but yeah, this this money this money this movie made like twice as much money as Star Wars: The Force Awakens in Japan. Sorry, in Japan. To clarify. I think they should make a live action version. I think it would be good. They're going to. There's oh, they are? plans to do so in the US with JJ Abrams producing. Ugh. And it's going to be No, it'll be fine. A Native American girl and a dude from Chicago or something. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Are swapping bodies. But anything that was announced for like the recent two like years or so, like who knows? Yeah. First of all, anytime someone's like, Oh, we've announced we're gonna like who the fuck knows? That's not that's gonna fall through. I don't know at what point in the process of like optioning or signing or pre producing, I don't know when we should really be like, Oh, that movie's coming out. Otherwise, I mean I'm I'm Still waiting on uh, several movies that uh, will never come to fruition. But um, yeah, they certainly had plans and we're talking about uh, working with several people for a movie to come out within the next few years. But who knows? Probably won't be as good. The animation medium lends itself to some really cool things in this movie. So you should just see this movie. It's yeah. good. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I did feel like the ending was kind of dragged out and you kind of know how it's going to go. And even if it didn't go that way, you'd it, still have an idea. Like, cause at that point, you know, it's either going to be, they see each other or they don't, you know, it's, it's one way or the other. It was going to fuck me up either way. It's satisfying <laughs> that they got together. Um, and there were rumors that in the original, uh, story, they, uh, like can't find each other and they just go their separate ways. Uh, Ugh. and Steve Perry from journey comes out and sings separate ways. No, that last part isn't true. But uh, this was such a rumor that the studio made him, you know, made him change that, that he posted a screenshot of his like draft 
from 2014 to be like, no, that is not true. I always had this ending in mind. Um, That'd be such a bummer. Yeah. Sometimes you got to save the cat. I've never read that book. But, I don't know uh, what you mean. Save the cat. It's like a screenwriting philosophy. And I guess the idea is like people want to see you save the cat. You know, like don't let the animals die. I see. I feel so dumb for anyone who's read the book and is hearing me say this. You know who doesn't subscribe to that philosophy? Our boy Araki. Araki doesn't care about the animal living or dying. Mm. Ari Aster is like, kill the cat, show people the dead cat, crush it, and then make a movie about people crying about the dead cat, and it's really scary. Do animals die in this one? No. Well, they definitely do, but we can't see it. That meteor fucked up a bunch of, like, rabbits and deer. Oh, so the only things that died in that attack were animals? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Millions of ants. Yeah, I guess they didn't have any warning. They couldn't evacuate to the gym. It would be funny if it was, like, what kind of Disney movie is that where all the animals, like, run out of the forest and shit? It's like Noah's Ark. (laughs) No, isn't there, like, a Disney thing where that happens, where we just see all little, like, squirrels and deer and shit running out of the forest? Yeah, because they know what's going to happen. Just so the kids don't feel sad. Oh, I don't know. They all die. Um, yeah, let's see. Yeah, this movie was uh, extremely well-received and extremely popular, and uh, it makes sense. I like this movie. Yeah, there are things that I was confused about. Um, There's some things where I'm kind of like, ah, of course it goes that way, but otherwise, uh, it was really cool. And again, it's just gorgeous. And the- it's gorgeous. Very different from our other two options. For sure. The lead actor, uh, the lead character is played by- the actor who is the live-action Koichi in the live-action Diamond is Unbreakable movie. Oh. Yeah. Um, but uh, maybe less annoying. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, this movie was pretty good. Thanks for the rack. And everyone... Um, good night. Treasure who you have because you don't know when they will have already been gone. Taki Taki Roomba. Damn it. Have a good night, everyone. Remember to follow us on every platform ever at JJB Pod. And if you want to write in any thoughts about what else we should watch or things we don't understand about this movie, just email us at jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. In case you're wondering, Mary got my baby to sleep because nice. they're Yay. a good parent and I'm a good podcaster. That's right. There you go. <laughs> the show must go on. One of you needs to be a good parent. <laughs> That's right. One just, of you has just to Just one of you. Um, okay, bye. What? Jackie's I think, thinking. We were all saying bye, but now I'm thinking about like uh, the boss's power in part four that none of us really understand. What if that power is mm, this movie? No, no, you're thinking part five. Part, part five, five. Part five. Part five. The boss. Yeah. What if that power is this movie? No. No? Okay. No. That's it. Sorry. Uh, that's explain, it. Good night, everyone. Write in and explain to us how that might work. Nope. Uh, goodbye. Don't. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>